Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome back to another episode of Clutch Gene Sports. I'm with my boy Rohan. How's it going, Rohan? Hey, man. It's been a it's been a wild week. Obviously, with the 49ers, with the way they uh, we we've heard stuff. Obviously, and I mean that's why we're here. But I'm doing great, man. Uh, how you doing, man? And I'm doing great, man. I had a long long week last week. Took my sixth grade class to Foothill Horizons, which uh, for those who don't know, it's pretty much a week long um, where they stay in cabins. Uh, they get to be in dorms with each other. They have counselors there. I'm just there for the ride, making sure they don't do nothing bad, making sure being a teacher in the sense of the disciplinary guy. Um, that was crazy. Uh, fun experience for those kids, though. Um, wouldn't have had it any other way for my students. Um, adults don't know how to act, so that's crazy. Like, uh, Adults need to learn how to act sometimes. So sometimes the adults are worse than the kids. Um, how are you been, though, man? College is going crazy for you. I know you're in Wisconsin. You guys had spring break, uh, spring break, right? You guys just had recently? Yeah. How was that, man? Yeah. Enjoy it? I mean, it was good. It was good. You get to, to get to be back home. Uh, and, I mean, it, it's, it, it was an interesting week because we had power loss for, for I think, three days. Yeah, we had three-day power loss when I when I got back home. But uh, eh, all in good favor. We're back here, back on the work, and uh, glad to uh, be back here talking with you. See that's that was what that's a struggle having no power because especially like no power for me, like I could go no lights, no like no TV and everything. But at right. some point, everything starts to die. Your phone starts to die. Your computer starts to die. At some point, you start getting. Oh, bored. we didn't have Wi-Fi either. We didn't have internet, so like we had nothing. Dang, that's pretty cool though. Because out there at, at the camp, pretty much, we had a lack of service. Our serve, I had serve phone service, but like mm-hmm. it wasn't the greatest. Uh, we had no Wi-Fi, so like if I wanted to watch something or do anything on my phone, I had to hotspot my computer. And after a while, I don't have a limited data. I don't I have a limited, but like it slows down way too much, and I can't do it. Like in the sense of like it's too slow for me. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I mean that's exactly how it is. Not much 49er news has happened though since since the last time we recorded outside of uh, training for a kicker. Yeah, I mean, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. don't don't diminish the kicker, Zane oh, Gonzalez. Our savior. Not that good. He has been he has been anointed to 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 the team. He will likely be the MVP of the team this year. Damn, that's some high praise. I did see people talking very highly of him. How do you? I'm. How do you talk highly of a kicker? Like, okay, if, if we're actually going to talk about this kicker for 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 a minute, here, here's what I'll say. Um, people don't tell that, me I, you watch. Don't tell me you have a scouting report on a kicker right now. I mean, not necessarily a scouting report, but. Why? Why is there so much love for him? I I don't understand it. His his for the, over like his over the past three years that he's played. Remember, he's also injured. He 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 was injured the entire last season and lost his job. That's the reason he got traded. The last three years, I think his average is eighty four point six percent. Very, it's similar to Robbie Gould's average. And I mean, he he's all right from fifty percent. I mean, uh, from 50, 50 yards plus, he's probably fifty percent there. But 
he's not the best option that the 49ers can get. And when you look more and more into the the trade, when I when when they traded for him, I was like, you're really giving up draft capital, and especially because when I heard it was a swap, right? Because swap normally indicates it's not conditional, but then they came out and said it's conditional. You look at the contract, no guaranteed money. They can cut him if they want. This move does not mean anything for their kicker plans, in my opinion, in terms of if they wanted a guy, if their guy's in the draft and they want to select him, they're going to take that guy if, if they believe he's BPA. I think that more so you're going to see a kicker competition but it all, I mean, I don't even know if you 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 close out Robbie Gould being a possibility down like a, a lot later down the road, of course. But I don't think you 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 close out the possibility. I think obviously, um, you you probably heard some good remarks from Steve Wilkes, and you you get him for cheaper than you likely get him on the open market. But he's not the he's not an elite kicker by any means. He's a solid one, solid one, but not elite by any means. And so I wouldn't read too much into that move. Based on how people were talking about it, like once I got home, it was very interesting because it sounded like he was like this Hall of Fame kicker. It sounded like he was uh, uh, the kicker from the Baltimore Ravens. What can I think of his name right now? Justin Tucker. Uh, Tucker. Justin Tucker. I'm like, bro, this, you guys are talking about this dude like he's Justin Tucker. Like that's the greatest kicker I've ever seen play. Um, that dude don't miss. He's automatic. Or Adam Vinatieri or something like that. Like I was like, damn, this dude, we must have got a steal of a kicker. I'm like. And I'm like, wait, we're talking about a kicker. Like, I mean, I'll, I'll give him his credit. The last year he was healthy, he had a really good year in 2021. He he missed two field goals, which were both ab- above 50 yards. But overall, I mean, when you when you really could, like that was he had two he's he has two good years in his career, and I think he's kicked maybe in uh, since 18, maybe 2018, 2017. He has two good years in his career. Um, so like to me inconsistency that's the thing where i see and also i mean main thing he's injured so we'll, we'll, we'll see how does he recover back is he back to his 2021 form or his career form so there was a lot of information that came out recently um the owners had a meeting normally had coaches go general managers go important people go so i'm obviously john lynch kyle shanahan went um now we did see a lot of information out. Now, to me, some of it's interesting, Rohan, because when we're looking at it, right, 49ers have not one, not two, three quarterbacks, according to people. Right? They signed Sam Darnold. Good signing. You and I both agreed. We thought it was a decent signing in the sense of what he's actually guaranteed, what money he's guaranteed, what his salary bonuses would be if he wins and plays games. Right. Smart move. He could play quarterback good. In my opinion, not 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 great, but he's a solid quarterback in the NFL. Um, John Lynch goes on record saying Brock Purdy is the leader in the clubhouse. Twenty four hours later, Kyle Shanahan says, "Well, there isn't really a leader. It's going to be a three way competition." Blows my mind. Wait, so they signed Sam Darnold to compete with Brock Purdy and Trey Lance? Very confusing information. What are your thoughts? What is going on? What does this all come out to be? Do the 49ers have three quarterbacks? Do they have one good quarterback? Do they have no good quarterback? Well, this is a long, a long, let's break it down quarterback by quarterback. Let's attack this, trying to be as optimistic about the 49ers organization, at least for me, because people think I'm negative based on a tweet that we'll talk about later. Um, but let's try let's try to be nuanced today and, and talk about you always are, but sometimes I like to be the devil's advocate. So 
let's get right to it, Rohan. You first. I mean, overall, the when we talk about this, I can't lie. This, the way that this weekend, or I guess not a weekend, the way that this week transpired, in a way, was exactly as I somewhat expected. Lynch saying something, Shanahan saying something. Both are saying similar things, but in different ways. And so here's what I'll say. Did it surprise me that Lynch came out and said Purdy is the leader in the clubhouse? Not necessarily. It was the first time we've heard it from literally his mouth. We've heard it from media. We've heard it from players. First time we've heard it from John Lynch specifically that he is the leader in the clubhouse in that regard. And I don't think that that's surprising. I think that that's fair because Brock Purdy is the guy who has played. And uh, whether you believe that's fair to Trey Lance or not, it's just unfortunately what the result has been thus far. He's the leader in the clubhouse. The contingency is he's not healthy. That's the whole point of this, this discussion. Kyle Shanahan then comes and says, he clarifies the timeline. Both of them have said how I think it was like a, a th at three months, like they like doctors anticipated. You you have a check in and you see where Purdy is, where the, what the timeline might be after those three months. But Shanahan was blunt. I mean, he said week one, week four, the latest is what he's hearing. That six to eight month timeline. And this is interesting because I know we've talked about this on the show before. We talk about Nick Mullins. A lot of people thought. You know, it's only a six month, uh, six month recovery. You're there after six months, which would put him in line for week one. But there's also potential lingering arm soreness, and I mean, you've got to get back to game speed. And with Nick Mullins, it took longer than six months. It took he, he was there, but it took longer than six months to really get back to 100. percent And you're not going to throw Brock Purdy out there. Lynch said they're going to be aggressive, but they're also going to care about. Uh, I mean, obviously, you care about Brock Purdy's health, and so I think that you know it's certainly a lot of variables uh, in the situation. The intriguing part was you hear Trey Lance and Sam Donald get that's first team reps. And my takeaway is I don't care. I honestly don't care. Here's how I view this situation. Is it, uh, do, you, do you view it as a competition? Yes. But Trey Lance was going to be in a competition regardless. I thought he was going to be in competition with whoever they brought in and people shy away from the word competition. Competition is not a bad thing. Competition happens regardless of whether you believe it or not. It's just, you're really trying to see who the better player is. And I think the 49ers are in a stance right now where they have to understand you've got to win a championship in the next two years. This is your window with the current players that you have. You've got to make something of it. And I think they've got to go with who the best option is. The way that I look at it, Sam, Don uh, Sam Donald, Trey Lance are going to be in a competition. The winner of that competition likely starts week one, understanding where Brock Purdy is. I don't I, Sam uh, Trey Lance should absolutely have to beat Sam Donald out. The point though isn't Trey Lance absolutely should have to beat Sam Donald out. It's that people have confidence that Trey Lance will beat out Sam Donald because he's the better quarterback. If Trey Lance can't beat Sam Donald out, we, he's not your guy. He's not your guy. He's not the franchise quarterback and you made a mistake there. If he can beat Sam Donald out, well guess what? You've got a guy week 1 and I think that a lot of people are talking about the rep distribution they mix in the ones with the twos a lot in the offseason. They they interchange because they want the backups to get times with the starters. And they, they so I don't worry too much. What I'm really curious about is is it legitimately going to be them switching off 
week one and week two daily, that type of thing? Is it going to be like Trey Lance is going to be like how they did it with Bronskill or with Bronskill and Brendel yes, last year, where you have one guy take all the week, uh, day one uh, snaps and then you have another guy take all the day one snaps another day. That is how I view a true, true competition. Or is it going to be they sprinkle in the starters with a certain group? They sprinkle in the backups with a certain group, but have a certain order to go about it. I wonder really what the true rep distribution is going to be in regards to this competition but i i do believe trade lance absolutely should have to beat sam donald out because if you can't if you can't beat a low-end starter right now in the nfl then the 49ers don't have that guy he's not their quarterback in the future like i 100 agree with you rohan because like obviously you don't want to just hand brock pretty the job right like obviously you don't but the thing is though is is he going to be given a fair shot because when year one came around he outperformed Jimmy Garoppolo in training camp. There's no, I was, I was there. I believe you were there. A lot of people were there. They saw it with their own eyes. He wasn't even given a fair chance to win that job. Like it was unfair. But yeah, he was still in it, right? Like Kyle Shanahan openly admitted he was in it until that injury. But the thing is, so yeah, you're. But I understand your point. I understand your point. He's getting. Yeah. If it was a true competition, like Kyle said it was, because Kyle was like, oh yeah, it was a full blown competition. In my opinion. Well, yeah, that's great, Kyle. Then why didn't he get reps with the ones? Wouldn't it be smart to give him reps with the ones? See how he does with the ones? What he looks like? What your offense looks like? No, no, no. doesn't dawn upon you how players might get better with rep with reps with the first team? Oh, that makes sense, Kyle. So to me, when I'm looking, I'm like, whoa, Kyle, what are you like? What are we doing here? Yes, he's gonna he's gonna beat out Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold's gonna come in, likely struggles, um, learning, picking up the playbook. Um, there's gonna be some learning curves. So the likelihood of Trey Lance having the edge is very high, obviously. Mm -hmm. Now, the biggest difference is, is what kind of offense does Kyle call for Trey Lance compared to Sam Darnold? Right. Does he call Kyle's offense? Kyle, stop bullshitting me. And I'm sorry for the language. But stop bullshitting me and call the damn offense for Trey Lance. Trey Lance ran a, a complex offense in college. Whether you want to say he was at NDSU or it does not matter. The offense he ran was complex for a college. So for me, Kyle needs to do a better job of allowing the quarterbacks to actually compete. Have them compete with the same exact offense. Don't put this read option, triple option, high school offense in for Trey. Let, if he's really not the answer, let him fail running your offense. If that's the case. Now, what I'm confused by is, so you didn't mention John Lynch who goes on record. He's like, oh, he'll be back by training camp. I think he said the hope was, but I mean, regardless, so, the insinuation. Yeah. He, he made it sound like, he very made it sound like Brock's going to be back by training camp. Like, that's our hope. Yeah. Sounds good. And then Kyle literally within 24 hours goes, well, likelihood is we hope it's week one. We hope it's a week four, probably the is, but then Kyle goes on, and this is what caught my attention. Go for it. Kyle didn't have to throw out any months. Kyle mm. threw out six to eight months is around the timeline. If he's out seven months, that means he misses up to four weeks. If he's out eight months, he's missing about ten weeks of the season. He's probably going to be on the PUP. Physical and physically unable to perform list. That's where I think he's going to end up starting the season. The way Kyle sounded was like, yeah, I really like him, but I don't know. And he said it multiple times. 
I don't know what he's going to be post-surgery. And I don't know how he's going to be coming back from this situation. I don't know what he's going to be. We don't know what he really is yet. So to me, that's kind of like, hey, Trey, this is your time to take the job. I'm I'm saying it publicly. I don't know what, what Brock Purdy is going to be yet. I don't know what you are, but take the damn keys to, to this car that I'm trying to hand to you. Now take off. Right? I don't know if that makes sense because you're giving me that look like, oh, I don't, you, I don't get what you're throwing down. But what I'm trying to say is pretty, essentially Kyle's trying to say, I don't think Brock Purdy's going to come back fully healthy right away. He Kind of the way he made it down. He does sound like he was intrigued with Trey Lance still. But then he also said, well, I'm going to give Sam Darnold the first team reps a little bit. But then it had me wondering, Rohan, and I'm going to ask you this question. is, Do you think giving Sam Darnold first team reps is because he saw himself go through three quarterbacks last year and those first team reps could be very valuable in an NFC championship game if both quarterbacks were to go down and Sam Darnold's the last one remaining? I think that that's valuable. I'll also say one thing. I think Shanahan's also understanding the mistake that he that they had last year in that I think it's important to place not necessarily pressure, but have someone there to compete with the starter. They made Trey Lance the unequivocal starter last year, and he went through ups and downs. I mean, I, I was there every day. I reported every day. The number one takeaway from Trey Lance last offseason, potential is there, but he's inconsistent, and he went through ups and downs. And I think that to hedge their bets a little bit in a way, you're going to have another guy there so that you've got a baseline and a way to compare the different performances uh, that uh, obviously going against the same defense. And so I think that that's valuable, but I also, you're right. I mean, I think it is important for a guy like Sam Donald to also get some time with the ones and I don't mind it. Now, I think that also when you think about this, here, here's the way that I think about it. Brock Purdy will likely come back and be the one or the two regardless, uh, I mean, uh, regarding of whoever ends up starting, um, how they perform. If they perform well in the first four weeks, Brock Purdy will likely be the two. If he if they are inconsistent in the first four weeks, Purdy ends up being the one. That's kind of how I see it. And so to me, Sam Darnold, after that, isn't going to get many practice reps because what happens in practice? The ones and the twos get the majority of the reps. Sam Darnold isn't going to get any practice reps, but they also have a clause in his contract stating that seven games of his act uh, set he, he's going to be active for seven games at least they're going to pay him as if he's active for seven games they're likely to be in, earned incentives meaning that should somebody go down he's i mean they 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 envision him being active for seven games envision him to be in the backup or even maybe the starter for seven games this year that's the way that i look at it the first four games you are muted that is sam darnold's contract yeah oh yeah for sure brock Purdy's not healthy until week seven eight I mean, the way that I look at it, the first four weeks, obviously, Sam, Sam Donald will be active. or I, At least that's my assumption at the moment. First four weeks, Sam Donald will be active. And then, obviously, given that a quarterback might get injured over the next 13 weeks plus the playoffs, you've got a couple of more games there that are in the likely-to-be-earned incentives that the 49ers were willing to um, place, place a bet on. And so, to me, the way that I look at it, yeah, I think it, it, the, these are – these are the guaranteed reps that you can get Sam Darnold within this, within the offseason, the first four weeks. After that, you don't necessarily know how many reps he's going to get if he's a third string quarterback. Yeah, to me, it, the way the way that that contract is written, 
it's pretty much telling Sam Darnold, hey, you're good, bro. This quarterback's our, our quarterback Brock Purdy is not going to be healthy for at least seven, eight weeks. You're at least getting seven legit game checks. That's what we're paying you for. Now, when he comes back, you're probably going to go down to QB3. But then there's a chance that one of them get hurt. So you might be QB2. And that increases your pay because if Brock Purdy never comes back from that surgery this year, if we decide to redshirt, give him a, a injury year, then you're pretty much good for the entirety of the year. That one increases your paychecks, right? So to me, that kind of tells, that kind of says something. And it hasn't been spoken of. But I think Brock's really going to be out longer than people envision. And I think it leans to why Kyle said that eight months. And this is more speculating than anything because the way we're looking at it is if Kyle threw out six to eight months, that eight-month timeline actually sits around the seven to ten the seven to ten week mark of the season. Week one is is six weeks from now. Um week so yes, week one is six months from that surgery. Um week ten would be around ten week an extra ten weeks. So yeah, around seven and a half months, eight months. There's a good chance that Purdy is done for 10, 10 weeks of the season. Now the biggest thing now is at the end of the day, and this is a great question from Throwback, and I appreciate the question because this sort of was kind of goes ties into why I tweeted out what I tweeted out yesterday, and I got got some heat for it because I said, you know, at the end of the year, the Fortnite might clean house. Now I'm not saying they should, but let's say they do trade Trey Lance. He balls out, absolutely ball. Let's see, they trade him to the Titans. Ron ran. Picks him up, calls the phone, like, hey, I'll give you guys a second and a third, or I'll give you a second and Jeffrey Simmons, whatever the case may be. Here's this good. Here, give me your quarterback. Give me Trey. And a pick back, whatever. A third. They send Trey over. Trey lights it up with, with Tennessee. Lights it up. Looks good. Brock Purdy is never the same quarterback. Struggles. The Niners make the playoffs, but they don't do much in the in the in, in the playoffs. That's a fireball offense. That's a fireable offense. The quarterback you spent a lot of picks for, traded up to number three, to get. You said that was your guy. You also said that you were drawing a place for him on the plane heading back from Justin Fields Pro Day. I mean, to me, that's what I was talking about. And I don't think John Lynch is going to be back no matter what, regardless. I think Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch are fed up with each other. And I think it's kind of funny how they look at each other in, in interviews and one day, one says the other. Next day, one, the other one kind of shuts down what the other one said. They do that constantly. I think they're tired of each other. And that's all right. One goes to the media room. One hires a different GM. That's the kind of what I was talking about. I do think if they were to trade Trey and he lights it up, but does, does good, trades trade to another team, pans out, and Brock's never the same, that's a fireball offense. What do you think, Rohan? First, to answer the question, what does it do for Kyle Shanahan, further proves that he continues to inaccurately uh, uh, inaccurately gauge the quarterback's situation. He is really, that is his biggest flaw as a, as a head coach. He has struggled to gauge the quarterback situation. He had Matt Ryan when he went to Atlanta, and I mean, he propelled a good quarterback to, to become a great quarterback during his MVP year. But in San Francisco as the head coach, where are the great quarterback decisions? You first start with trading for Jimmy Garoppolo when you wanted Kirk Cousins. 
then you paid him $137.5 million on five games. Then you elected, obviously, I mean, let me let me back up because you missed on Deshaun Watson and Patrick Mahomes in that class. Deshaun Watson was the more clear option, but regardless, you missed on both of them, selected Solomon Thomas there. And then, I mean, you go to 2020, you elect not to have Tom Brady. He wins the Super Bowl. Then in 2021, you trade three first-round picks for a guy who they didn't have confidence in at the moment. I mean, given the way that uh, it, it portrayed, at the, it seems like they didn't have confidence, full confidence in, in terms of the entire organization. I mean, we heard the, the, the reports of guys like Rich Scangarello saying how, I mean, we, we've heard different reports. I, I just name-dropped one guy, but we've heard different, different reports about the locker room and the coaching staff being divided on the quarterback that they selected, which is after they traded three first-round picks for them. So he has inaccurately gauged the quarterback situation every single time. Uh, and, and and to me, it just it just further indicates his biggest flaw as a head coach. I am a huge Kyle Shanahan person because I believe in his system and I believe in the, the way that he approaches his players. I, I think that he's a really good head coach in the NFL. But it's hard to overlook this flaw. And if you're talking about fireable offense, I've said that Kyle Shanahan, um, uh, I mean, I won't say fireable offense necessarily uh, in terms of, I think the 49ers still make the playoffs if they don't start Trey Lance. I think they make the playoffs regardless of who starts this year, even if it's Sam Darnold. I think they make the playoffs. And I don't think that that, I think that that's the reason why it might not be a fireable offense. But I've said that I wouldn't be surprised if the 49ers clean house after the duration of Kyle Shanahan's contract if they don't extend him if he doesn't win a Super Bowl. Understanding exactly that they have a huge Super Bowl window over the next two years, especially this year. And so to me, I wouldn't be surprised. And uh, as for the John Lynch discourse, we 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 know that John Lynch doesn't plan to be a general manager for the entirety of his career, right? I mean, he said it himself. He's he's pondered uh, different avenues. I mean, he was approached with the media role last offseason. I think that once that Super Bowl is attained, it makes sense for John Lynch to return back to a, a, a spot in the media where he gets a much more lucrative offer and it's also less that's taxing. And I mean, the 49ers have his replacement in Adam Peters, who has a good rapport with Kyle Shanahan already in the making. And so I, I wouldn't be surprised if the 49ers struggle again this year in terms of not getting to their full goal. You see them part ways with their general manager or general so, manager, I guess, part ways with him. So at, at some point after year eight, because they just had year seven, at some point it's going to be year eight. What, like, Yes, you're building great teams. You're there. There, you, John Lynch has built a great team. But then, when you look at it, and if you're on Rohan's channel, or you're on my channel, real quick. Do me a favor. If you're on my channel, go to Rohan's channel, hit the subscribe button. If you're on Rohan's channel, come over to Clutch Gene Sport, hit the subscribe button, so you're subscribed to both channels. So when I do do a, later this week, we're going to be doing a on Friday. We'll be doing a mock draft 1.0, or no, tomorrow. Tomorrow we'll be doing a mock draft 1.0. Um, and then on Saturday, I'll be interviewing Boogie Knight, um, a player the 49ers have met hey. with. Um, so I'll be doing that. So make sure you guys are, are subscribed to both channels so you guys don't miss out on, on some content there. Um, but to me, at some point, you got to look at it because Kyle, people give John Lynch credit, right, for, oh, he drafted Nick Bosa. He got lucky that Nick Bosa fell to him at two. I, I, I still to this day – it. Getting lucky, you got you drafted number two because your team sucked that year because of a bunch of injuries. 
um, is the only reason why he got Nick Bosa. Let's be straight up. If they win a couple more games, he doesn't get Nick Bosa. Um, and they were even, he was even contemplating and drafting Keenan Williams from what I had heard. Drafted Solomon Thomas. That was terrible. Um, now, when you look at the players that he gets credit for, Fred Warner, George Kittle, Talano Hufanga, um, uh, Dre Greenlaw, uh, who else does he drafted? That's pretty good. Debo. Oh, you're talking Brandon about Ayuk. like overall? Yeah, Brandon Purdy. You talking about Purdy? Even we could throw Brock Purdy in there, in there too. Guess what? Oh no! Oh, no. Players, Don't drop the bombshell. Don't drop the bombshell on. For every one of those players, John Lynch didn't scout. Other guys did the work, brought it to his attention. Guys like Adam Peters has been on record. God damn it! It's been on record. Adam Peters said, "I'm the one who I'm the one who vouched for George Kittle, Fred Warner, and all these other dudes." He said it. In interviews. But John, we're giving John Lynch the credit? No, nah, that dude's just a face, man. He's just a good media head. Let's stop. It's, don't get me wrong. I like John Lynch. But he is not a GM GM. He is not the one doing the legit work, in my opinion. He, he skipped the scouting department like all these GMs have had to do. Has had the, the, the keys handed to him to an organization. He gave Kyle a wonderful speech or whatever that Kyle fell for, and Kyle hired him as a GM. He is not that good of a GM. Let's be straight up. Now let me let me say this because I'm probably a little more optimistic on John Lynch than you are because I, I I do value what he has done with the 49ers in terms of roster retention, but also the understanding of how well the 49ers have that department. The front office department is something that is hard to continue to insulate because the 49ers, I mean, they've lost guys like Martin Mayhew. They've lost Carthen this year. They've lost, they nearly lost Peters, but they've lost uh, Kwesi Adolfo Mensa. They've lost a lot of good people in that, in that department and have consistently been able to fill them up pretty, pretty darn well. But you are right in that the scouting process for the 49ers is not just one person. Um, I think it was Justin Chabot uh, who, who the 49ers posted an interview about him where he detailed the scouting experience. And it's not just Lynch, right? In those meetings at the NFL scouting combine, it's Lynch. It's Peters, it's Chabot, it's Tariq Ahmad, the, direct, uh, the director of college scouting, who also has a huge integral role. And I think it's one more person that I'm forgetting off the top of my mind. Uh, it's their uh, uh, RJ Gillen, I think it is, um, with, with uh, without Carton there. But it's a collaborative effort, and I think that I think that that's really important. And I mean, we all know Adam Peters, his his calling card is scouting, right? Um, there there are two different sides to the 49ers person uh, personnel department. It's the scouting department and it's the pro personnel department, and both have really excelled. Carton was the pro personnel department guy, and mm-hmm. a lot of teams highlighted that portion of him because what do the 49ers do in free agency? They find ways not to overpay and make make good deals. I mean, they've learned from mistakes, right? Like Quan Alexander and, and different deals that they've done. And they found ways to 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 figure that out. Then you've got the scouting department. I mean, the 49ers have built their built their team through this uh, through, through the draft. And I think that that's important. I mean, the, let, let's not get it wrong either. The general manager in the front Adam uh, Peters. Then, general manager and the head coach talking about this concept they're the ones who have the final say. They're the ones who end up, you know, once these scouting evaluations are done, then they do their scouting evaluations and see if they match. But obviously, I mean, Adam Peters, the guy of his accord, has done pretty damn well in that role as well. So is there going to be a drop-off should John Lynch leave and Adam Peters take a spot? 
I don't think there's necessarily going to be a significant drop-off. No. Not at all. The reason why – so Adam Peters did the majority of the scouting on Trey Lance. Kyle is the one who signed off on the quarterbacks. Kyle right, because Adam he – like, like the process comes down to the head coach. If if it's not brought to his attention, it's it's likely a player that they don't end up drafting. You know what I mean? And then with, with, even with, with Brock Purdy, it, it wasn't – it wasn't John. It wasn't Adam Peters on that one. That was Brian Greasy, actually, the the coach they just brought in. He said he knew of him because of the from his TV um, gig prior. He knew. Oh, I thought he was a good quarterback. So when I went to scouting, like I knew. When I went to coaching, I knew. Like, hey, I should keep my eye on that guy. The future is a hefty responsibility, and not one that we take lightly. But then, taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Maybe later in the draft. They ended up taking him because of Brian Greasy. Brian Greasy liked him. He needed a fourth quarterback and third quarterback in camp or whatever. Fourth quarterback actually. They thought they thought Jimmy was going to be around a little bit longer. It's not John Lynch. And and to me, at the end of the day, what I like what I was trying to say is, um, champ is here, bro. Did y'all win the Super Bowl last year? Were y'all in the playoffs last year? Were, were y'all in the playoffs last year? Hey, 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 chill, bro. They got that first round pick. They better draft. Uh... Oh, wait, no, no, no. They don't draft. The... They don't got a first round pick. Damn. Hey, who'd y'all lose? Y'all... Hey, what's your... How's Jalen Ramsey doing for the Rams right now? What about Bobby how's... Wagner? How's Leonard Floyd? Oh, damn. Let me... Hold on, hold on. Let me... Let me think of their best player right now. How's Odell? No, Odell's not with y'all no more. How do how do y'all feel about o- overpaying uh, Allen Robinson? Uh, Man, I think there's still Andrew Withworth. I mean, he was their only good offensive lineman. Oh, the, like oh wait, the, nah, he oh, retired. He retired. Yeah. Damn. 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 Hey, shout out the Rams nothing, though. though. They legit have nothing on their team. Like, I don't know why a Rams dude is in the. In the in the chat talking, y'all got y'all y'all team trash. Hey, like, please just come back next year when y'all get Caleb or some. Just come back next year. Yeah, come back yeah next I respect year. y'all when y'all. Honestly, what y'all really should do is tank and get Caleb or or Drake May. Like that's the best option to do in my. You opinion. know, you know the funny thing. Silver Mike Silver tweeted out today because um, uh, he was writing about John Lin- uh, John Lynch or he was re- he was writing about something. I, I didn't see the what he was writing about, but he he tweeted a little blurb, and Rams see. CEO or COO Kevin Demoff, essentially like um uh like their president, pretty much. He he said he, he name dropped the 49ers as a team who's uh built the strategy that they build around. He 
name dropped the 49ers and gave them credit for the way that they built their strategy when in a letter addressing to fans why they're going amongst the strategy that they're going this year and having to move a lot of players for capital that was way worse than what they acquired them for. Makes sense. If you can't eat, they want to be us. It makes sense. It makes sense. They want to be just like us. Um, move back to Cal- move back to California because better than anywhere else. Hey, we'll go back to St. Louis, actually. Doesn't make sense. But back to the topic, right? So there's a lot of situations going on in 49ers and 49ers world, right? Now, who would you long-term – now, we're talking long-term. We're not talking this year. We're not talking next year. We're talking long-term. Ring list, bro. We got five rings. Like, I don't – I mean, look, there's four Super Bowl championships right there. Like, four Super Bowl tickets right there, my man. Like, don't know what to tell you. I really don't know what to tell you. Like, it's right there for you, man. Enjoy your Mickey Mouse trophy. Not to tell you. Um, but when you look at when you look at it, Rohan, long term, not not going into next year, but who would you choose the entirety? Trey Lance, Sam Darnold, or Brock Purdy? Now, Sam Darnold's probably like a long shot, so you probably wouldn't go there. Who would you choose for quarterback of the future if you had to? Quarterback of the future normally indicates potential right? It indicates what can this player be? And so this question is difficult because you have a player who I won't say is proven because I think a lot of people did overrate Brock Purdy a little bit last year, but I also will say that I thought he he played the best of any quarterback in the Kyle Shanahan era uh, with the 49ers uh, in his eight-game stretch with the, the disrespect with the to Brian Hoyer is real. Where are his wins at, bro? Where are his wins at? No, nah, I'm kidding. But uh, overall, I mean, I think Brock Purdy played the best, but the bar wasn't necessarily that high in, in general. Um, and so I think the players acknowledge that too. But when you talk about potential, I mean, there's a reason they spent three first-round picks on Trey Lance. But you've also got to look at it another way. And here's a way that I've been talking about uh, a bit recently. The 49ers quarterback situation, in my opinion, will be dictated by who they believe in week 18 of this season will give them the highest floor. doesn't matter what happens next year because you're looking at uh, winning a championship now. That your window is now, but it also, I'm not going to say it doesn't matter week one. I think week one is important because you do want to start really strong, but I also think that the most important goal for the 49ers, apart from getting the one seed so that they can make this goal easier is winning the Super Bowl. And to do that, you need to see at the end of the season, which quarterback is going to provide you the best possibility when it comes to playoff time to put you in that position. And I think that that's the question the 49ers need to answer. Is it going to be Brock Purdy? Will they, uh, at the time, will they have, will they have enough belief in him that he'll recover well and he'll end up being that guy? If so, that's the guy you go with. If it's Trey Lance, if you believe that with the work that he puts in in the offseason, if it's good enough for him to be that guy, and then obviously bank on the potential with the way that he'll grow from week one to week 18, then it's him. I think that that's the way you look at it. The 49ers were prepared to do that with Trey Lance last year, understanding that he was an inconsistent quarterback who had accuracy issues and several other issues, but were willing to see him grow in those regards from week one to week 18 to allow him to not only develop, but also see the team get their best chance of winning a Super Bowl. So I don't think my my answer wavers from year one to year two, but I do admit that at this point, there are other factors at hand. The 49ers 
don't have as much patience as they did last year, understanding that their window is closing. Their window really is, is, is coming down because the 49ers are going to have to make some tough decisions with certain players on their roster next year. And it's going to be a lot more the year after that once these quarterbacks are off, uh, off the rookie deals. So you're a lot more optimistic than I am because you're more so thinking like you didn't really say who you kind of like mentioned potential, which it's kind of without saying potential is pretty much say without using his name is Trey Lance. In my opinion, I think that's where you're headed, but you don't want to, you were being smart. So you want to get clipped because you know, a lot of people are going to clip and they're going to post it. You know, I don't care. I'm not, I'm not as optimistic like Rohan. I'm not nice. Brock Purdy wasn't good last year. I said it every show we did during his 8-0 run. He was not that good. Yeah, Go he was overrated. Because people people try and acknowledge the storyline into the you've got to just you, you've got to be able to set the seventh round pick aspirations aside and aside. just look at the play. I, I did the film review every week. Exactly. So for me, I was from the beginning, I had said, great, right? Brock Purdy accomplished more than he should have. The moment he made the roster, the 53-man roster, as Mr. Irrelevant. He is no longer Mr. Irrelevant. That got to go. All right? Because now he is a legit NFL quarterback, the fact that he made the NFL roster. You guys wanted to put this Disney story, and I'm going to thank you guys because 49er fans put this Disney story around this guy. The NFL put this Disney story around him. No no Mr. Irrelevant has ever done. That's, That's great. But when you go to look at the game, that film, it wasn't good. It wasn't good. It, it was a lot of issues. A lot of and I've talked to quarterback coaches. And they said, yeah, I, I would not be having my quarterback do stuff like that. That is stuff that well, once, a, once a team picks up on, it's nightmares. He had a lot of interceptions dropped. Bells out to his left and backpedals out of a pocket instead of stepping up and navigating a pocket how he should. Easy decision. You go Trey Lance. You go Trey. One, you still have to develop Brock Purdy off an injury. Is Brock Purdy as talented? No. I'd rather swing big and go Trey Lance. It's not that hard. Now, so for me, it's interesting because fans are going to be Fans are attached to winning, and I, I get that. But the fact that Kyle Shanahan has shown he can win with Brock Purdy, Jimmy Garoppolo, he's won with other quarterbacks as well. And and, and when I say other quarterbacks, if you look at the, the way other quarterbacks have played, if they had this good of a roster, they're winning games. He was because he was competing and scoring points with those quarterbacks. So to me, that's a win in general when you have Brian Hoyer, Brian Hoyer looking decent, Nick Mullins looking decent, and uh, C.J. Beathard looking solid. So for me, it's no question QB1 is for sure Trey Lance. His job to lose. He comes out firing, slinging the ball. It's his job. Now, people might want to be like, well, Trey Lance, well, Trey Lance, uh, Trey Lance can't do this. Trey Lance can't do that. That's cool. But have we seen Trey Lance play two games in a row? He said it himself. One game to the next. It was like weeks and weeks, weeks. He saw it. And he said, 
for me, the game slowed down, and he's played one game. His next game was weeks later. Now let's go through a couple comments because we have we had some. We had Joe E. Brock is good, but I think he had his storybook at games like Jimmy's Five. Some fans already think he's Breeze. It's a terrible idea. The reason why they're saying Breeze is because they saw that the S2 score was co- uh, uh, comparative to Breeze. He's not Drew Breeze. Drew Breeze had arm strength when he was before his injuries. Drew Breeze could sling the damn ball before his injuries. Drew Breeze knew how to navigate a pocket. Not Drew Breeze. Not comparable, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, that's a that's a tough comparison for sure. Media wanted the Disney show. Absolutely. I like this question here uh, from Ray. Do you have faith that Colin John are going to get the quarterback position right? This is an interesting question. I haven't responded to this yet. I saw this earlier this uh, today on social media. What's your what's your take on this? So this is kind of it. Kind of goes into the the tweet I had. I got gashed on, so I don't know if I should even answer this. But I'm gonna do it anyways because I don't care what people say. That's how I roll. Um, I do. I do. I think Kyle is in a role with Trey, and I think Trey's gonna be the answer. I, okay. I you okay. Can that now. You can come back and tell me I was wrong. I'll admit if I'm wrong. I think Trey's the answer. I think the Niners got um, lucky. Um, and I shouldn't say lucky because I hate, I hate to say this. I hate to make this uh, uh, the situation. But the Niners got lucky when they played Kaepernick in the sense of Alex Smith got hurt. If it wasn't for Alex Smith, Cap never plays, never goes on a run. Same thing with Brock Purdy. If Trey Lance and Jimmy Garoppolo never get injured, he never goes on a run. Now we're going to finally see Trey Lance go on a run because of Brock injury, Brock Purdy's uh, injury. So to me, they kind of did get lucky. Because now you now your your timeline is set back because the quarterback that you thought was the quarterback of the future isn't the quarterback until week seven, week eight. So you get to see what you have. The quarterback, what is one quarterback on this roster you can win with at least? I think you go for it. I think Trey Lance is the guy. I think they they finally um, get the quarterback position right. So I think that's what ends up happening. I don't know if I'm as optimistic as you. If I'm being totally honest, I don't know if I'm as optimistic as you. The one thing that does provide me a little more optimism is that Kyle Shanahan is the one behind this situation. There's a lot of opposite output. There will be. But to me, Kyle Shanahan's the main guy that is going to be the deciding factor. It's the guy who wants to run his offense. He's going to get a good look at Sam Darnold. He's going to get a good look at Trey Lance. And I don't think Sam Darnold ends up being the guy. I don't think the 49ers envisioned him playing that much this year. There's a reason that there's $7 million in incentives in his deal, um, which is beneficial to Sam Darnold. But I don't think the 49ers anticipate him reaching those $7 million in incentives this year, barring uh, unforeseen injuries. I don't know if I'm as confident as you if they're going to get it right. If we're being honest, I don't know. And uh, the reason that I'll say I'm more confident than I expect to be is the fact that Kyle Shanahan has stuck with his starter in season. He doesn't like making midseason changes a lot. He has stuck with his quarterback starter in season every single year he's been here, every single year, barring you know uh, something, something different uh, in terms of Jimmy Garoppolo. He stuck with Jimmy Garoppolo in 2021. Um, He openly admitted that he considered playing Trey Lance, especially when he believed the season might go in a different direction, which at that point was important. But he stuck with Jimmy Garoppolo. 2022, unequivocally made Lance a starter. 
uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, he returned, shut it down that Jimmy Garoppolo could play if Trey Lance um, uh, for, for nothing other than injury. And I think the same thing could happen this year. It's up to the ball is in Trey Lance's court, like we've said all offseason. I mean, we have said this since the day Brock Brody got injured. This is Trey Lance's job now to lose, regardless of who's the leader in the clubhouse. To me, Brock Purdy is the leader in the clubhouse, but Trey Lance is the guy who has the ball in his court. Meaning, if Trey Lance plays well, if he's if he proves like he's asked for that he's the guy in the competition, and if he because he's going to start Week One, if that's the case, if he can show good play in the in, in real games, there's no reason to pull him, no reason to to, to restart uh, the confidence you've instilled in him and the team at that point. And so, to me, that's why I think I have a little more confidence in if. Kyle Shanahan believes that his guy is Trey Lance, which I know you have confidence in. I know I have confidence in. That's why I have a little more confidence. But as for his track record, his track record isn't great. So that's, I think, uh, something you definitely have to consider as well. Absolutely. And then we got we got uh, Steve Supremo. There was three three games, including three versus the Raiders. He had picks drop. Imagine a 13-7 and interception ratio. It kind of changes the storyline of people – on a, if he does have those interceptions drop, right, and talk different about that, right? Uh, there are 49ers are about to put their trust in a QB who just surgery is throwing arm. I don't know how confident I'm in that. Don't know if he gets that arm strength back ever. Next one from Tarverius. Uh, are you sure Kyle's rolling with Trey? Trey struggled, and Cabo Click is going to tell going to Kyle and tell him to put Purdy in. The Cabo click, I don't care what they say. I don't care what they think. The Cabo click didn't include the, the best player, in my opinion, on the roster. Was was Nick Bosa there? Oh, nah. He was probably in Florida. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Why wasn't he there? Brandon, are you there? Second best player, in my opinion, on the team that no one gets credit for? Nah, I wasn't there. What about Fred Warner? Was he there? Who was there? It was... Kittle? Juice, oh, Trent was there, Trent, right? Debo? Yeah. I think that was it. Was McCaffrey there? Yeah, McCaffrey. McCaffrey was there, I think. Mm. But I mean, regardless, I, I like I said, right now, I think the decision is ultimately up to Kyle Shanahan. I think regardless of what you guys – do you believe that the culture stuff within the locker room of they will be pissed? Do you? What's your belief on that? I think a lot of people – Including players in the in the organization, have said this is coming from agents that I talked to, not one but two. That locker room's embarrassing. I'll leave it at that. And let's 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 just look a little bit into the future. Understand the locker room aspect. I think a little bit of it is overblown. I think a lot of people say because the locker room dictates this. That's exactly what's going to happen. I don't think that's the case. I think Shanahan has a good, clear vision for what his team wants to be. And, I mean, I, he's he's the leader of the boat. Understand that a lot of people who might have issues might not be on the team within the next two years. And, I mean, you look at the contract situation in 2024. George Kittle might have to be moved. Debo Samuel that's might have good. to be moved, likely in 2025, more so for Samuel, unless it's post-June 1st. But Samuel's a guy who you you might have to move. Um, other guys, I mean, I, I don't think Fred Warner moves. I don't think Traverius Ward moves. Nick Bosa's obviously here. Trent Williams might retire. I, I, he's another guy, right? And, I mean, overall, 
when you look at the skill position player group, that might be the group that's broken up the most, understanding that McCaffrey, you, it seems like they're, they're, they want to keep him, but more importantly, Brandon Ayuk, his extension likely creates an impasse of who are the 49ers going to retain in that group. And that's the thing. So when, because I, I do talk to multiple agents, I have, I'm going into that direction of um, getting into that industry, whether it's agency or sports front office role. That's what I'm going to school for. Uh, that's what I've been working on. on. Um, and pretty much, so pretty much what I, what I got told was other players from other teams talk to these players in the locker room, or well, certain players in the locker room. And like, they were saying like it's an embarrassment in the fact that like their their teammates essentially are the Memphis Grizzlies of the NFL. And that's not a good thing. Think about it. The way they talk, the way they haven't really won, like you haven't won a ring to talk like that. You haven't won anything to talk like that. Realistically, like we're being straight up, they haven't. They have always have excuses. Right, so like for for the the people I'm talking to, like they're like, yeah, it's Kyle better get a grip of things. If not, it's gonna go it's gonna go sideways. Mm-hmm. So this is where, in my opinion, I think Kyle puts his damn foot down, rolls with the quarterback that he drafted, rolls with the quarterback that he thinks was the answer. So for me, I think the best thing is for the 49ers, roll with Trey Lance. Who cares what Cabo Click says? Who cares what Kittle says? Who cares what Juice says? I don't care about what those dudes think. Play the guy that you think is the right answer. Once you do that, the team's going to get behind it. Mm-hmm. Trey Lance needs to, and I think also too, Trey Lance needs to stop being such a nice guy. Stop being such a good guy. Go up to Trey Lance and tell him, hey, you know, have you ever seen that meme where it's the, the guy was like, Look at me. I'm the captain now. Ever seen that? I ain't, but I know what you mean. I'll send it to you, but it's literally there's, a, there's like a gif or a meme where he's like, it's like he, he's looking at he's like, look at me. I'm the captain now. I think Trey needs to just step up, man. And, and, and he's too nice of a guy in the sense of he's he's a young he's a young kid, right? Like you and I were both young. We're not gonna we're gonna be I mean, nice. I don't mind it. Him being a respectful man, or I think it hey, puts him in a better it. position in the league. I, I, I think so. But like, if I was in that, if I was in this situation, I'm going up to Kyle and telling him, "Look, you're effing my future. You dropped you, me. You don't. You, you don't think that uh, that's been done behind closed doors? Them no, having I don't a. Think so. Okay. I don't think when do you think that? When do you think will be the earliest that that conversation is to be had? Uh, in training camp, if uh, is going south. So, like for example, not south, but like. Let's say in training camp, Kyle wasn't giving them a fair or Trey a fair shot. I think that's when that's when it would be uh, Trey going up to Kyle and saying, "Hey, listen here, buddy. Yes, yes, this it's this uh, Somalian pirate uh, meme. Um, I'll just send it to you. I'll, I'll send it to you. It's it, it's it's just a funny meme. You like look at me. I'm the pirate. I'm the captain now. Um, so I think if if Kyle wasn't giving him a fair shot in in camp. And I think that's when it would be. I don't think he's done it yet. And I think it's more so just speaking of the character of Trey Lance. And I'm not trying to knock Trey Lance's character because I would probably be doing the same thing, right? You were, you were, um, you talking about them strip clubs? Yeah. Like people are like bashing for that. So 
wasn't he wasn't Lance selected as a starter this yes he was what I'm talking about is Kyle you could watch how Kyle calls plays for him calls the games I never ever saw Trey run that stuff in college now I saw Kyle run that with RG3 but even then RG3 didn't run the um uh, that off RG three didn't run a pro style of offense in college. He ran a, a pistol motion, a pistol um, read option. Didn't run what Trey ran in college. So to me, that's what always blows my mind. Is like, why are you running stuff that Trey never even ran in college? Like to me, that's what I'm talking about. A fair shot. Yeah, he started, but it's because they did Jimmy the way they did Jimmy the by by saying, "Hey, we're training you." Never took a second round pick when they were offered it. Instead, they're like, you know what? We'll let you go sign with the team in the offseason. We should keep you around. That's what let him run the actual offense and not sugarcoat things and make it easier because you think he's not ready. He's ready. From from the quarterback coaches I've talked to, he's ready. I talked to two quarterback coaches that have actually worked with him. He's ready. Give him the damn ball. Let him go. I don't mean, in my opinion, I think he gets that opportunity. I, I do think he gets that opportunity this offseason. I think that that'll be there in terms of, I mean, first of all, he's going to get reps. That's unden- undeniable. He's going to get first-team reps. And uh, I think that opportunity will be there for sure. So if you had to make a way too early prediction, way too early, who starts week one and how long do they start? Again, this is a this is an interesting topic. Week one right now, I don't think Brock Purdy is ready, which means who do you think is the favorite between Trey Lance and Sam Donald? I think that that debate is interesting because yesterday we heard Ian Rappaport say more likely than not, Sam Donald will be your week one starter. He insinuated that from Kyle Shanahan's press conference, and I mean we've heard the media talk about Sam Donald. Interestingly enough, not too much about Trey Lance. To me. Right now, I think that Sam Darnold is the backup week one. I think Trey Lance is the starter week one. And because of what I said earlier, I envision Trey Lance starting at least until week four. And the way that I look at it, if Lance plays the way that he he's expected to for the first four weeks of the year, he remains the starter for the rest of the year. If he doesn't, you go to Brock Purdy, and Brock Purdy remains the starter for the rest of the year. That's the way I look at it. Was it? Matt, uh, Ian Rappaport, the one that he was, wasn't he saying Mac Jones was the the pick at three, though? Like, I thought that was Schefter. I'm not, maybe Rappaport said it too. It was both. And then, like, so it was funny because all up to the, the entire process, right? Schefter and Rap, they were like, oh, we, from what we heard, we think, um, uh, Mac Jones. I think he Mac did Jones. say it. Yeah. They he both did. were like, Mac Jones, Mac Jones, what we're hearing. And then, like, the day before the draft, like, April 25th, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Rap goes, oh. April 24th, I have it right now. Mac Jones not being the 49ers pick would be a surprise to many, according to Rappaport. Right? So, like, to me, he says that. And then the 25th, April 25th, he goes, uh, never mind. The 49ers are believed to be have narrowed down to Trey Lance and Mac Jones. Change his story. The day, like the day before the draft, I don't know how credible those two guys are with the 49ers. I really don't. I mean, I, yeah, I think that that's fair. I think that that's because fair to understand. We knew, because the crazy part is we knew pick one and pick two. 
of that draft. Correct. We knew it was Trevor Lawrence and Zach Wilson. That was, that was not a question. Everyone knew that. That was a, that was it was hard. The draft started at pick three. Those guys were always wrong on that pick. Now the fact that they were wrong on that pick makes me wonder if there is some type of resentment to Trey Lance because they got it wrong from whoever was giving them information. There could be. There could be. You know I, mean, I mean, that's like that's like the media bias, you know, understanding that since you got it wrong. I mean, you as a media member, I'll be straight up. Nobody wants to be wrong. Nobody wants to be wrong. It is not a good – it's not the best feeling when you're wrong. Why? You're paid to try and tell the truth. You're paid to try and give your opinion and be 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 the guy. I mean, when you're wrong, people go about it several ways. A lot of people try and deflect and try and figure out uh, – try and you know salvage it because when you're wrong, it's your reputation that's at stake, right? Mm-hmm. Especially when you're reporting news and it's not your opinion. Absolutely. That's the biggest thing is like – these big heads, they cannot admit when they're wrong. They backtrack, backtrack, backtrack as much as they can. To me, like, bro, just admit you're wrong. You look better if, like, hey, you know what? I was fed wrong information. I was wrong. I'm sorry. But then, like, to me, that's what worries me. I don't know what's going on with the 49ers. I know in the sense of the quarterback situation, usually have a pretty good read. Kyle sounded like he made Trey as a QB1 right now. People got Sam Darnold. People got Brock Purdy. I don't I don't know. All I know is we went an hour strong talking about it. There's a quarterback battle. Three quarterbacks are going to compete. Hopefully one could take us to the promised land. I still think we have some, some Rams fan in here that I've never seen in my life. Don't know if you've ever seen of him. Wonder how his Rams sports report does. Um, don't know him, but I'll, when I see, I do know he has a YouTube. I will go subscribe to him. I, hey, shout I, out to you, man! Shout out to you. Yeah, I respect him for staying in here that long. Even us talking smack, I, I I subscribe to you, brother. And I just did right now, actually, as we're speaking, because the fact that you could chill in here and talk smack and let us go talking smack back and forth, I give you props. Um, but. You was an interesting man. Let me tell you that right now. You're more obsessed with the 49ers than you are the Rams. Like, I wonder how long you stick doing Ram stuff because you guys aren't going to be good for the next four to five years, if I had to guess. Maybe even longer. So mm-hmm. respect to you though. So I I've been doing we've been doing I've been doing this since the Niners suck. So I really don't care. Like this is fun. I'll admit it. But I think that's it, Rohan. I think an hour, an hour and one minuto is plenty of time. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in today. Rohan and I will be doing a mock draft 1.0. Oh yeah. There might be some tricks and some things that um, we may not be able to trade up. I haven't decided yet because it makes it interesting. We may be able to trade up. We may be able to trade down. So I've seen so many people do different mock drafts in the sense of you get one trade up and that's it. Or you get one trade down and that's it. Just to make it interesting. Or you get no trade ups and only trade downs. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. the Niners dropped three times in the third round. So we might I might just give us a give us a trade up just in case. Um but that's it, Rohan. I appreciate you for always being the the go to guy. Um jumping on talking football make sure you guys subscribe to both channels 
Rohan's personal channel at Rohan Chakrav. Uh, I think he has numbered at the back end of it, but you can find it in the description. And if you're on Rohan's channel, do me a big favor. Come over to the – Go over to his channel, man. We we do a lot of good work here. And tomorrow is going to be a lot of fun. The mock draft season, remember last year, we we nailed a good amount of players. Tariq Wollin was in my first ever mock draft. I remember that. We we nailed a good amount of players. And so if you – I mean, both of us do a good amount of draft work. Both, Marco especially, he does a lot, a lot of good draft work. And so – Come out, support, and give your guys' thoughts because we want to hear where you guys stand right now in the draft community. What do you guys think? And come uh, educate us, and we'll help educate you guys as well. That's the that's the goal. Uh, to me, to be honest, my favorite time is draft season. It's literally a month away. Um, best part about it is we're going to be wrong. We're going to be right at times. Oh, yeah. But there is no right or wrong answer. It's all about finding the right place for certain players. At the end of the day, there's too many good talent in the NFL draft. Teams miss on players because they put them in the wrong system, X, Y, and Z. You guys will find out all of that tomorrow. Tell your friends, tell your brother, your sister, your grandma, your grandpa. Come watch. I'm going to miss the mock draft, I promise. All right. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Me and Rohan are out. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.